0: At last, Jimmy's belief regarding Major Motel has been proved correct. The mysterious Oriental is an experienced pilot. And what does he propose doing with a speedy little jet-propelled fighter that has been flown to the airport for his approval? At a moment when Speed Robertson seemed free from suspicion, he has dealt a crushing blow. The government special investigator, Russell, has just discovered the wing construction drawings of a super-secret new army experimental plane in Speed's room. Jimmy is speechless. Well, Robertson, speak up. What's the matter? Are you tongue-tied? All I can say is, Russell, I haven't the slightest idea where those drawings came from. What do you take me for? You know I wasn't born yesterday. I suppose you expect me to believe those drawings flew over here. I don't expect you to believe anything, Russell, except the truth. I don't expect to, Robertson. I've been a government agent for 25 years, and it's sometimes been very hard to know what the truth is, but I've never yet had occasion to doubt the evidence of my eyes. Well, Russell, as Jimmy here happened to mention to me yesterday, there's always a first time for everything. Meaning what? Just this. I don't deny for a second that these are part of the plans of the jet plane. I can see and I can read just as well as you can. But that's no proof at all that I'm responsible for their presence here.
1: Why,
2: of course, Mr. Russell. Just because the plans
0: are here doesn't mean that Speed stole them. Just a minute, Alan. I'm doing the questioning. When I need you, I'll call you. Yes, sir. Naturally, Robinson, I'd expect you to say that. It's the first alibi of every thief. Listen, Russell. I'm not going to take that from you or anybody else. I'm not a thief, and you've no right to call me one. Now, you better take that back. I'll take nothing back. I'll give you ten seconds to take that back. If you haven't done so by that time, I'm going to knock you flat on your back. You only think you are, Robertson. i rather expected this get any rat in the corner and he'll fight. Yeah, well, for that, I'm going to hit you just a little harder than I intended to. You've got about two seconds left. Yes. You take a good look down this barrel, Robertson. You make the slightest move toward me and this finger of mine is liable to squeeze real quick-like. I've always found the best policy is to shoot first and explain afterwards. Speed, please. Please don't move. Oh, look, Mr. Russell, this is all a terrible mistake. I told you I'd call you when I needed you, Alan. You feel very cocky, don't you, Russell, with that big piece of artillery in your hand? Don't mind the smart cracks, Robertson. I'll just stand back there and keep your hands away from your pockets, out where I can see them. You don't seem to realize the gravity of this situation. No, I don't, but I do realize what a big monkey you're making out of yourself. Careful, Robertson. I may pull back a little further on this trigger. Well, I think this farce has gone far enough. Well, come on. Here's my wrist. Get out your handcuffs. Here, Jimmy, perhaps you can help Mr. Russell. He can't hold that gun on me and snap on the cuffs at the same time. I'll tell you, Russell, let Jimmy hold the gun while you put on the cuffs. You stay where you are, Alan. Oh, I get it. You're thinking of Jimmy as my confederate. Well, here's another suggestion. You keep the gun and let Jimmy snap on the handcuffs. That smart stuff's not going to get you anywhere, Robertson. you better come clean. How did you get those... Please, please, do we have to go into all that again? I repeat once more, I haven't the slightest idea how those plans got my room. Now, really, Robertson, you don't honestly expect me to believe that. Suppose your watch was missing from this room and then it was found in young Allen's room. You'd probably tell me it walked out there of its own accord. That's an excellent illustration, Russell. No matter how the watch got out to Jimmy's home, I'd never accuse him of being a thief. I'm to understand, then, you absolutely deny knowledge of how these plans came to be in your room. I do. And you also deny having abstracted these or any other of the ship's plans from the government factory. Am I to understand you're accusing me of stealing those plans? Don't you think the evidence warrants it? You were seen down at the factory at night twice when you had no business being there. Your alibi the first time was that Jimmy Allen had called you by phone and asked you to meet him there. Allen himself denies ever having made such a call. The second time, your flimsy excuse was that you went down to see Captain Sweeney. And you know perfectly well Captain Sweeney seldom there in the evening. And now, part of the missing drawings are discovered here in your room. Mr. Russell, what would I do with those drawings? Sell them to a foreign nation, of course. There isn't much chance you'd use them for scratch paper. And you honestly believe that I, who flew for my country in two wars, who is credited with destroying a total of 48 enemy planes, would do such a thing? Let me ask you something, Robertson. Not long ago, you crashed your Bluebird racing plane. Recently, you contracted to have a new one built. You agreed to pay $40,000 for it. Would it be prying too much into your personal affairs if I asked you where you were going to get such an amount of money? A pilot doesn't usually have $40,000 kicking around loose, does he? I don't think that's any of your business, Russell. Oh, Speed, please won't you tell him? I see no reason to tell him, Jimmy. I'd advise you to listen to young Allen's advice, Robertson. You still don't seem to realize what a serious fix you're in. If this were wartime, you'd go before a firing squad. As it is, I don't see how you can hope to get off with less than 20 years in a federal prison. You mean if I'm proved guilty? It doesn't look to me as though that's going to be very difficult. Oh, please, Speed. Tell Mr. Russell where you're going to get that money for the Bluebird. Please do it. For my sake. I would tell him, Jimmy, if he didn't insist on making himself so disagreeable. He's so bright. He's so good at drawing rapid conclusions. Let him do a little more detective work. I'll tell you what you do, Mr. Russell. Mr. Jenkins, who's my boss at National Airways, knows all about my financial condition. You just go over and have a little talk with him. Don't worry about that. I'll do plenty of investigating before I'm through. You got a phone here, Robertson? Yes, I have, right over in that corner. Go ahead and use it if you like. Thanks. I'm going to use it, all right. But I'm going to keep an eye on you at the same time. Jimmy? Yes, sir? Go over to the phone and call Captain Sweeney. The number is Norclay 972. Yes, sir. Uh, What do you want me to tell him? Ask him to come up here at once.
2: Yes, sir. Hello? Hello, is this the Army Aircraft Factory? Is Captain Sweeney in? Yes, please. It's very important. Hello? Hello, Captain Sweeney? This is Jimmy Allen, Captain Sweeney. Yes. I'm in Speed Robertson's room over at the pilot's quarters. Mr. Russell's here, and he wants you to come over at once. It's very important. Yes,
0: sir. Thanks very much. Goodbye. Captain Sweeney's coming right over. Much obliged, Alan. You know, Russell, I'll tell you another reason why you're on a wrong track. I'll bet this will be alibi number two shoot, Robertson. I'm listening. A man that would be clever enough to get into a heavily guarded factory and steal the plans of the latest army jet plane would hardly be dumb enough to leave him around. I don't think I've insinuated that you're any dumbbell, Robertson. Now, thanks for the compliment, but I certainly would be a dumbbell if I stole a set of valuable plans and left them lying around my room. That's alibi number two, all right. But every crook, Robertson, no matter how clever, makes at least one mistake. Otherwise, none of them would ever get caught. All right, Robertson, answer that. No, no. Wait a minute. You answer it, Alan.
2: Hello? Hello? Oh, yes, he's here. Just, just a minute, please. Who? Well, this is Jimmy Allen talking. Well, who's this? Oh, Flash Lewis. Why? Well, well yes, I, I think so, but. Well, just a minute, Flash. Hold the phone. Mr. Russell, it's Flash Lewis. He has something very important to tell me, and he's over at the school and wants me to come
0: over. Uh, Can I go? Yes, I guess so. Come right back here as soon as you get through. Yes, sir, I'll, I'll hurry right back. Hello, Flash? I'll be
2: right over. You'll be where? Oh, out on the line? Okay, I'll see you in a
0: minute. I'll be right back, Mr. Russell. Come in. Hello, Captain Sweeney. Step in. You know, Speed Robertson and Jimmy Allen?
1: Of course I do, but what's the idea of the gun?
0: I'll tell you in a second. All right, Jimmy, run along. Yes, sir.
1: Well, come on, Russell. What's the mystery? Did you ever see these before? The wing construction drawings of the new plane. The set that's been missing. Where did you find them?
0: Right here in Speed Robertson's room, Captain.
1: Why, I can hardly believe it. Well... I'm sorry, Robertson. i had about made up my mind you were on the square.
0: I'm sorry myself. Sorry you'd be so hasty in jumping to conclusions. Believe me, Captain, this lad has all the answers.
1: But uh, what are the other drawings that are missing, Russell?
0: I haven't had time yet to look, Captain, but they're undoubtedly here. That's what I called you for. I couldn't look for plans and keep Robertson covered,
1: too. Yes, that's right, but uh, where were these drawings?
0: Down there on that shelf under
1: the table. You better look there first. There's nothing like plans down here.
0: Well, you better look through the desk, then.
1: They're not higher either. There's
0: only one other place, that trunk over there.
1: Okay. It's locked.
0: Aha. Uh-huh. Said in Sherlock Holmes' finest style. Where are the keys, Robertson? On that desk over there.
1: There's a large package of papers. Oh, they're nothing but letters, bunch of love letters, I guess.
0: Why, really? You're mistaken. Those are the plans of the White House basement, and the electric wiring diagram of the aircraft carrier Hoozus.
1: Well, there's no
0: plans here. All right, you take this gun and keep your eye on Robertson. I'm going over to Grand National Airways for a few minutes to see Mister Jenkins. There's something I want to check up. I'll be right back.
2: Hi, Jimmy. What do you want, Flash? Hey, look at that ship up there. Who's ever flying it? sure knows his eggs. He sure does, Jimmy. That's Captain St. John. Didn't Speed say he knew him? Well, sure he did. Well, that must be the jet plane he flew in. Boy, look at him go. He's almost out of sight. I'll say he is. But listen, kid. Yeah? Mike Jones, Shorty Mason, and Major Moto are right on the other side of that P-19 trainer, watching St. John do his stuff. And listen, Jimmy... I heard Mike Jones tell Shorty Mason the deal was all set. Major Motos bought this plane and ten others for his country. What? Well, what do you know about that? But that's not what I wanted to tell you, Jimmy. Mike Jones ordered me to have that plane on the line and warmed up at one o'clock tonight.
0: Can it be possible that Speed Robertson is a marvelously clever actor? So good that he is even Jimmy fooled? And what is the significance of Mike's instructions to Flash regarding the jet-propelled fighter? Well, don't miss Jimmy's next air adventures.